Alright, and a three, and a two, and one just for fun. Welcome to the save room. We have a movie review for you. Today, we we're reviewing the 23rd film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Spider-Man Far From Home. Far From Home. Far From Home. <laughs> <laughs> what an exciting time to be sitting down to review this Spider-Man movie of all movies. This specific one. We, we didn't do it for Homecoming. And we for sure didn't do it for Into the Spider-Verse, which was kind of like a missed opportunity because that one was just an animated feat in terms of movies, in terms of Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That, it's also, it just got on the Netflix. I was mm -hmm. watching through and I was like, God damn, this is a well done movie. Yeah, I watched it, I think a day or two before we went to go see Far From Home. So. Did you? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that was a ploy on their part. So, kind of released before and it, what's up? it came out on july 2nd they're trying to get that pre july 4th money yeah they're trying to get that pre me july 4 money man they really were and i i think it worked because right now it's currently sitting at 600 million dollars in the box office it's pretty awesome after fucking one week that's pretty impressive yeah Not gonna I, lie. I would say but i think like most of all the mcu movies like make bank and for sure make back their budget and what they put into it because i think this was like what a budget of 160 million and yeah they've almost like yeah, it, oh, so. yeah. oh they fucking cleared that yeah. so spider-man far from home is a sequel to spider-man homecoming which was the well not the first appearance of spider-man in the mcu that was civil war mm -hmm. but it was the first spider-man movie where he came back home yeah. and and you had marvel characters left and right iron man was there the other guy, uh, Flappy Bird. <laughs> <laughs> this is what, Tom Holland's fifth appearance as Spider-Man, which is kind of yes. crazy that he's played Spider-Man more than any other actor. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. This is my favorite, this is my favorite Spider-Man. I'm going to say that right now. I know people hold Tobey Maguire near and dear in their heart, mm -hmm. but I challenge you to go back and watch one of those shit shows and tell me like, oh, fuck. Yeah, they didn't date well. I think it's very representative of, like, the golden age of superheroes in comics and, like, what the old version of, yeah, like, comics used to be. because Raimi grew up with, of yeah. course, the Silver Age, which That's was, what I you know, age. 250 years ago when the first comic was published. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I remember that. I remember yeah. that. But I don't think they necessarily held up well in terms of, like special effects or, or pacing or yeah. plotting or but, even villains no, at a certain I, I'll point i'll give them that i'll give them yeah. their villain arcs are probably where those movies were the strongest save for the third one what was wrong with the third one what's wrong with spider-man 3 daniel it's so good it's, i gave you my best james franco look <laughs> you tried you yeah, tried. tried so far from home sequel and it does take place after avengers endgame in continuity wise and um so this is a weird one for me. I've heard anecdotes here and there that mm -hmm. people try to watch this film without watching Avengers Endgame. And I, I gotta tell you, it's ill-advised at best. What dingus would do that? What the fuck, dude? <laughs> like, that's so stupid. Like, these... That's the thing that I think um, general moviegoers have a problem swallowing about the MCU mm -hmm. films is that it is a shared universe. They are connected to each other. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, uh, in, in small, subtle ways, in other ways, it's like, oh, no... This movie is definitely the pillar that sets up like three other films. You yeah. know, Civil War informed the rest of the MCU from that point on, just in the same way that Winter Soldier did. And mm -hmm. da -da -da -da. So, yeah, I would say at this point, like um, any movie that is connected to the MCU, it's connected yeah. in a very sweeping way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and but but hey, th apparently this is the end of the uh, Infinity Saga. Mm -hmm. Maybe we'll get kind of a uh, palate cleanser mm -hmm. after this, where it's like here's a new story, here's new setting, new possibly. We don't know. I'm I'm interested to see where that phase four is gonna go. And there's like a cool little 
Easter egg. teaser at yeah. the end that I caught that I kind of want to talk about. We'll get into it when we do. Spoilers. I missed it actually. But like the thing that is interesting about this is like they held the initial trailer for Far From Home I think a week until like the Russo brothers were like. Because they had that grace period. They're like, okay, no spoilers on social media about Endgame. No, like, nothing on Twitter. Be mindful and respectful of people who haven't seen it. And then I think that Monday when they're like, cool, spoiler, cap is off. You guys can yeah. talk about it. Then they released the trailer for Farm From Home and there were spoilers about what happened in it. Oh, yeah. Some massive spoilers. So uh, we're going to do some high-level talk about Far From Home, just mm-hmm. our general impressions. But I want to let you know, if you're going to be upset about Endgame uh, spoilers, get the fuck out right now. Mm-hmm. Get the fuck... What are you trying yeah. to watch Spider-Man without Endgame for, dog? We're what actually going to do our Endgame spoiler cast in this one because we never got to sit down to do that. You want to do, like, yeah, we, we do a four-minute <laughs> review of Endgame? It was fucking great. Amazing. It had America's ass. Uh, it had a fucking bodacious, bodacious fight. It had with, Paul Rudd. It's got Paul Rudd. <laughs> Every Avenger ever showed up at the end. It was fucking great. I saw that movie twice. Thor was fat. <laughs> and I was in an awful headspace both times, but it yeah. was still like one of the most remarkable things to sit through. And like the three hours doesn't feel like three hours. That was me for Thor 3. Mm-hmm. Um, Marvel movies have the unfortunate privilege of like coming out during like breakups for us for yeah. some reason. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Thor 3, I remember it was like, this movie's so fucking good, but I don't feel anything. <laughs> I meant, was that Endgame for you? You're just like, who am I? I think both times I was going through these spikes of like high yeah. anxiety and like what's happening with my romantic life and right, I, like right. I, my headspace was rocked but i was just so like gripped by everything I'm, I'm sorry audience like we don't have like a romance podcast so we mm. just like bleed it all over other shit we'll just be like yeah you know apparently you can buy some gamer girl bath water i remember when my ex used to take baths <laughs> <laughs> i wish i had a girlfriend <laughs> shit like that who am i <laughs> no we're never gonna have like a love line no. podcast we're not gonna be dr drew and what was the other guy's name adam carolla adam carolla <laughs> I, I would that... yeah i think it was yeah. i would not take advice from adam fucking carolla <laughs> <laughs> all right anyway let's really yeah, yeah yeah we're coming back here. we're coming back it's so far from home sequel to homecoming <laughs> so high level impressions dude um if you don't know it takes place five years five years after homecoming because everyone got fucking snapped mm-hmm. in infinity war oh i'm sorry blipped as we learned in this movie is what everyone refers it to i like that they have their own like in like universe like reference for it because right they weren't there when everybody else was like going through the aftermath of it yeah they like most people maybe they wouldn't even known that like oh yeah it was some fucking purple ball sack chinned alien snapped Mm -hmm. his fingers and half of us died like they just know that that people started blipping the local news i don't think that like jay jonah was talking about it or any of that yeah we didn't get (laughs) overhead cams of like fucking like who's this idiot as guardian that missed his goddamn neck you know like we didn't get that so like it would be the blip so it picks up five years and so if you don't know huge endgame spoiler we already told you to fuck off so Mm -hmm. welcome everyone else Mm -hmm. it wasn't that everyone came back to life in the same time period what had happened is iron man said hey i have a daughter and she's pretty fucking bomb i like her she's Mm -hmm. gonna be you know like the future stark or whatever more than likes her he loves her three thousand he loves her three thousand so he he tells captain america he says we bring everyone back but we don't change anything else. Mm-hmm. So that's exactly what they did. Uh, save for a few deaths here and there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, Tony brings everyone back, dies. And I love that this movie deals that fallout and we'll get into it. But I love the fact that they're just like, yeah, it's kind of weird. People that were gone for five years are back right now. Mm-hmm. And like you have siblings and family that grew up five years after the fact or relationships <laughs> fell apart. <laughs> that shit is so funny to me and i can't wait to talk about I know, that I know. the people who like blipped back and like 
where they were and how they had to yep. deal with it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was fucking perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. But um, yeah, so what happens? Spider-Man's back and Iron Man has made the ultimate sacrifice. And the big question that the movie like kind of throws at the characters is who's going to step up and take Iron Man's place? Mm-hmm. Who is going to be Tony Stark, essentially? And since he was kind of the protege, you know, all signs point to Peter, but that seems to be a lot of pressure for a neighborhood Spider-Man. And a high schooler at that who Who's dealing with romance and all this other shit and spider tingles, you know? And who's also apparently been dead for five years. So it's, it, it, every, everything's kind of a lot. And you, you kind of see that pressure on his shoulders. And he's also kind of dealing with that grief too, mm-hmm. you know? Like he, he, he has a reminder of Iron Man, like every scene. Everywhere. There's even fucking in portraits. Suit. Yeah, even in a suit. Everything, like, it is like the shadow of Iron Man is everywhere. So mm-hmm. of course that's hard to live up to. I love that they answer that. So he's feeling pressure and he goes on a class trip but they don't go on any old like disney world fucking trip they go to europe that's a big europe trip my my friend yeah. they go all over europe what yeah. italy and some other pla- places berlin berlin yeah they were gonna go <laughs> to Amsterdam. Paris at one point nick but fury's did just not. taking them all over the place <laughs> now conveniently most of our favorites from homecoming also fucking died when thanos snapped his fingers so they're all back they're all the same mm-hmm. age mm-hmm. Zende- zendaya 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 is back as yeah. mj we got ned ned is back i, I forget know. his name jake something J- jake well i have yeah. this open i have the cast list open Who I, oh it always like fucks me up that he's where like he's bald <laughs> in real life, in real life he yeah. is definitely bald um it's jacob Batalin. okay Batalin, okay. and he's described as parker's best friend <laughs> Indeed. the man in the chair um and then his aunt was also blipped and she has a really fun story about how when she came back <laughs> she was like she came back exactly where she got blipped which was her old apartment but mm. somebody new was living there and thought she was a ghost <laughs> <laughs> i was like i love i love having um dealing with the fallout of endgame through like that humorous spider-man lens that's mm-hmm. like one of the best parts of it and they fucking they hit the ground running with it they don't spend like two hours explaining like the, the aftermath no because no. we got that in like the first third and going to the second third of endgame yeah that dealing in that like post thanos post snap world like you see cap sitting down in like support groups talking about like mm-hmm. you know my loved one was snap how do i move on and they deal with it in such a heavy way so i do appreciate that yeah. they kind of balance it a little more lightly but the heavier stuff gets balanced within like peter and his psyche and his own trauma which is it's kind of interesting to see which is cool like lens. it has its serious moments but yeah. through and through just like homecoming this is more of a comedy more of a teen comedy mm-hmm. actually and the first half of the movie is like all teen comedy kind of stuff and then the second half is more into the super heroics and kind of like there, there's a nice blend here yeah. and there but i would say that's kind of like the i won't say uh juxtaposition of the film essentially mm-hmm. it's like hey standard teen fair with some marvel sprinkling on there and then it leaps into superhero stuff so that's one thing to keep okay. on i would hmm. say like as a whole i definitely <laughs> i laughed a bit more during homecoming yeah i think the, the a lot of the humor hit there for me cons- a bit more consistently Although I really do enjoy, like, some of the interplay between, like, the, the students and his classmates. Okay, so before we t- tear up Tom Holland's ass, mm-hmm. um, can we... High-level impression of this. Sure. How do you feel about this movie? Like, overall? High-level, I, I liked it. I thought it was really, really fun in terms of, like, a, a fun summer movie. Last year, we got uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. 
Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Infinity War. And I thought that would be an interesting palate cleanser, but I was just kind of like, ah, oh, this is like a kind of mediocre sequel to the first Ant-Man. But I think this hmm. raises the stakes and it's got a bit more going for it for me, at least. Um, I did not like it more than Homecoming. I will still say Homecoming is probably one of the best live action Spider-Man movies that ever was. To date. Yep. Um, but it's, it's cool because we're kind of in this, like, the last 365 days have been like this kind of like Spider-Man fervor between like insomniac game spider-man and spider-verse and like seeing tom holland across all these movies so it was fun to get back in that world and i i I enjoy him in that role i really do i think he he owns it in a lot of ways and he brings a lot of dimension to it that other actors haven't i don't use perfect casting lightly i've only used it in three instances Mm -hmm. and i won't tell you them it's very private but this is one of them uh oh fuck i got two left then uh (laughs) tom holland's perfect as peter parker and he's perfect as spider-man he's got both whereas like we before like so andrew garfield for instance i thought he was pretty good as spider-man but just didn't make sense as peter parker he was too cool for it way too cool and he had like too many like pathos going on (laughs) to like really like relate to the character and then toby mcguire is well Honestly, that movie, if you just change a few plot elements, could be a horror movie where he, he, I would believe him as a murderer, as a spider murderer who's chasing down Mary Jane while she's trying to start her fucking acting career or something. It's, it's terrible. So I, I, Tom Holland, he nails it. Mm -hmm. He nails it in this film. Even like his surrounding cast, like Zendaya's MJ, you know, uh, Jacob as Ned, like they own those roles and they really kind of breathe like an interesting dimension into these characters that like we haven't seen before, you know, to get that kind of sarcastic deadpanning from, from Zendaya as MJ. I'm just like, that's different. I love her take on MJ. I I think she, I think she's great. I I love her. Uh, I just love her. (laughs) She's super cute. And Mm -hmm. she's got this, even though we know she's like a grown ass adult, she nails like the gawky teenager look. I think they, they nail it together too. Like their gawkiness and awkward fumbling. Right. Yeah, especially the way that they carry themselves. Like, they do carry themselves like teenagers. Yeah. They don't carry themselves like adults playing teenagers, yeah, which is yeah, nice. Yeah. Well, it probably makes sense because they're closer to that age yeah, than, like, true. you know, Tobey Maguire was actually 38 when he first put on the, <laughs> the red and blues. So true. <laughs> uh, but for me, like, a lot of what they try and accomplish in this movie, it works. But for me, it kind of, it didn't land for me as, like, a big sequel in the way that, like, Spider-Man 2 did for the initial Spider-Man to get a larger-than-life villain, like, yeah. Doc Ock. And really see like a dimension of peril there. I I like what Jake Gyllenhaal did with Mysterio. I thought that was great. I thought like all of his beats were awesome, but like I didn't quite feel the stakes in a way that I wanted to. And maybe especially not after Endgame. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Because like those were the stakes. Humanity was at stake, and it's just like this movie was missing that kind of shock and awe for me that like Homecoming had, where it's like uh, Michael. Michael Keane killed it as Keaton. Vulture. Michael Keaton. Sorry, different mm-hmm. different Michael. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he killed it as Vulture, and I really like that sort of villain, even though like I hadn't grown up liking the Vulture or even knowing much about him, but I was like, he made me care about him, and he made him awesome, and that that villain to to Peter dynamic was just incredible to watch, whereas like, it was a little, it felt a little watered down and weaker here for me, but I do think they did mm. Mysterio justice. Yeah, I think so, so too. I like what they did with Mysterio. I think... The thing that doesn't land quite as hard was Michael Keaton has a reveal in Homecoming that is genuinely surprising. Mm-hmm. Whereas in this movie, you're waiting for the other shoe to drop the entire time. You know who Mysterio is. You know what's going to happen. You know, you, there's no way we're going to get through an entire Marvel movie where it's like, oh, Mysterio was a good guy. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. No, no, yeah. no. We get the tease of like a multiverse, but then like they don't nah. follow through with it. Yeah. So overall for me, like it's, and this is not a bad thing. This is not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. It's more of the same. 
Yeah. It's a lot of what I liked about Homecoming. Actually, a lot about what I loved about Homecoming. Mm-hmm. Just more of it. And that's the thing. I, I There's no escalation point to the story in comparison to Homecoming. They fe- They almost feel the same in some ways, but I do prefer Homecoming just because it was like... The shock and awe of like, wow, they got Pete right, they got Spider-Man right, they got his universe right, Mm. and he's fucking blended into the MCU perfectly, seamlessly. It fits. It's always fit. And they're they're two different takes. Like, Spider-Man is like a post, or rather, Homecoming is a post-Avengers world, so you see people like criminals trying to basically like be the Avengers and do crimes and like... All the stuff that happened in New York in 2012, they're like trying to basically recoil and like fight back from that. Whereas this is like a post Endgame world, so it's it's a bit different, you know. Mm-hmm. You have people trying to step up to be Tony Stark by you know contrast. Yeah. So, so overall, I still recommend. I had a lot of fun with the movie. Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot. I'll see it again. Yeah. Maybe not in theaters. Like I'm fine waiting for it. Like I remember Homecoming. I was like, I need to go see that again. You know, Homecoming was like, I need to see it again. And then when it comes out on Blu-ray, it's a day one buy for me. Yeah, exactly. Like this one, I'm just like, ah, yeah. maybe. I don't know. It'll it'll be on Disney plus 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 mm-hmm. or plus plus infinity. Anyway, but yeah, we recommend it. Now we're gonna dive the fuck into spoilers. Okay. My fingers are sticky with spoilers. Okay, I cannot believe the Venom reveal. That was so that was fucking so cool. No, I'm kidding. And they retconned uh, Woody Harrelson as Carnage. That was my favorite yeah. part of Far From Home. Walter Goggins. They're like, get far from this universe, <laughs> yeah. you motherfucker. Walter Goggins. Walter Goggins for Carnage. I'll say it. I'll say it again and again. He's the only one that makes sense. No, 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 no. So let's get into this. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about Mysterio specifically. Sure. I really like how they modernized him because it still fit the whole, like, the illusions of the comic book character. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the the character in the comics was, like, from a theater background mm-hmm. and he, you know, special effects and stuff. And it was either theater or movies. Like, I think they changed that as, like, you yeah. know, the comics went on. This one actually, so you get the big reveal halfway through. And even though you know it's coming, it's still awesome because the, the way the they way play they it. execute it is really cool. Yeah, the way they execute. So, all right, where, where do we start with this? So, Spider-Man, he's sad. Tony's dead. We're all mm-hmm. sad that Tony's dead, you know? We're and, super sad. <laughs> They're so sad that they do a montage with... <laughs> oh, it's so good. Yeah, that Whitney Houston song, I Will Always Love You. It's so good. And it's so fucking great because it looks like it's done in Photoshop. Yeah. It's done on, like, the closed circuit TV, which is always my favorite part. Right, from the Midtown High students. <laughs> <It's so laughs> they <great>. fucking make that. <laughs> People were talking like, yeah, it was so weak, we got snapped. <laughs> it's <laughs> they, a huge bummer. My favorite part was when they show, like, okay, everyone blipped away at a basketball game, mm-hmm. and then they blipped back five <laughs> years later, and people were just, like, showing up on the court, and they're like, what the f- <laughs> Well, they have, like, a band playing, and, like, people, like, blip back into, like, where they were playing, like, their French horns and <laughs> oh, trumpets. so good. It raises so many questions. Like, do, so do you blip uh, back, if you're in an airplane, do you blip back to, like, where you're sitting? Do you blip back to, like, on a train, and you're like, oh, there's no tracks, and- Are you just at that point in the sky and there's no airplane and then like, yeah. you just fall to your death yeah like how many people <laughs> fucking died blipping back I, I don't know i think the loss of life would have been huge still there's a few things that they also <laughs> tackle that are pretty interesting like the one student that like i guess they knew in middle school who didn't blip with them and <laughs> yes. then ends up like being older brad. than them brad yeah brad. who's actually like a, a big player and antagonist to peter yeah he's kind of a foil for peter yeah. uh it looks like he's competing for mj's affections and he, he tries to sneak some dick pics he does he really he i walked to the bathroom that <laughs> you one did day. i look i like i was like why is he getting up but i guess you picked probably one of the better moments to get up 
Uh, well, we always go to the, well, not me and you, but mm-hmm. I, I typically go to the Regal Meridian in downtown Seattle. So if you want to kill me on a Friday, that's where I'll be. Um, <laughs> it was pretty nice. We had a few drinks on us. Yeah. They serve alcohol for $7 a cup. So <laughs> I had to pee when I drink, I pee, son. I don't care about breaking does. seals. I was worried because I went to go see the disaster artist at like a small theater uh. somewhere in Cat Hill. And I had like four beers in me. And like the entire time I felt like I was going to piss myself. But this time I didn't feel that. So okay. it was good. It was a good comparison. Just do it, man. Yeah. Just do it. You'll watch a movie again, yeah. maybe one day. And the the other book that's really funny is yeah. the the one who like was uh, somebody was married and they... oh Martin Starr's character. Yeah. So he's back as like the goofy <laughs> teacher. And uh, he's he, what's he from? He's from fucking Silicon Valley and Freaks and Geeks and like Freaks a, a bunch of those like Apatow productions. That's right. That's right. He was a perpetually stone guy and yep. um, uh, knocked up. Knocked up. Thank yeah. you. I was like Thank super you. bad. No, he wasn't in that. No, no, no he wasn't in yeah. that. Yeah, where <laughs> he's like, yeah, my wife just pretended to be blipped. Turned out, yeah, she ran away with the uh, what the golf instructor or some so. shit. Like, so fucking funny. He's like, yeah, we had a funeral and everything. <laughs> it was the funniest shit. It killed me. It killed me. <laughs> the humor is so on point in this movie still. Like, you can't get mad. Oh, here's one thing that's really good about, especially from Homecoming going into this. They're very good ensemble movies. Mm-hmm. They have an ensemble cast. You know, it doesn't depend too much on, like, one or two characters. It's all about Pete, of course. Mm-hmm. But it bleeds into, like, hey, what's Ned got going on? So they go on this vacation because, you know, Pete's sad. Mm-hmm. Pete's sad about stuff. And he says, Aunt May, I'm not... Uh, She's like, yeah, I remember you pack your suit. I got a feeling that Spidey's needed. By the yeah. way, she's totally cool with Yeah, you Spider-Man. have to remember, too, that she knows that he's Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Like, at this point, she knows and Ned knows. Ned knows and Happy Hogan, of course, knows. Of course. And Happy Hogan's back in this one. And apparently he's, he's giving Aunt May it. the Happy Hogan. I mean, I'm happy for him. I'm happy for him, too. But you know that's, like, a lot of lay-down sex. Yeah. Like, my dude gets on his... He's... Come on. He gets on his back. She's doing all the work. And he lets that woman go to town. Yeah. Okay. But she won't even admit that they're dating at one point. No. Right? Oh, yeah, that gets a little hard. That that yeah. kind of hit hard for me. I'm like, oh, that's that sucks. Right. Like she's she's into summer dick, yeah. but she's not into year like annual dick. Yeah. It's, it's not how she's it's not in for go. the long haul. He, right. he just wants to have right. food play and some commitment, and she's like, nah, that was fine. I I just wanted to be happy too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And yeah. apparently he's still like working for Stark Industries. Of course, yeah, because it's still being run by um oh my god. Gwyneth Paltrow. I can't remember her name. What's her name in uh movies oh pepper Potts, pepper Potts, <laughs> or pepper stark i Pe- don't even know Pe- Pe- yeah, yeah. She's, so yeah and she's delivering checks left and right to like oh blip foundations yeah that's actually how it starts with mm-hmm. them um oh basically. and pete's wearing um the iron spider suit which is really cool which i was like oh that's really cool was it that they changed the suit or that tom holland got like buffer because like he looked like he had like broad ass shoulders wearing that suit he probably got a little buffer I think he got I a little buffer. Work- I, I remember reading on Twitter that like he and Jake Gyllenhaal were doing some like rigorous workout routines. Oh, nice. Yeah, and a lot of it was like <laughs> innuendos like Jake Gyllenhaal worked uh, Tom Holland so hard. Oh, made him hurt. Goodness <laughs> like, all this stuff. gracious. People like, stop phrasing it like that. I bet. What's yeah. in the fishbowl? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they go to Europe. Yeah. Pete has solidified the fact he really likes MJ mm-hmm. and he, he has a whole plan. He has a whole plan because apparently MJ is a murderino. Yeah, and the black dahlia. Right, and he's gonna get her a black dahlia. What like pendant or a necklace? Yeah, necklace because you know like the murder, and that's the joke the entire movie. And I think that's so fucking adorable. Like Mm -hmm. they're they're great. Like you want them to be together. Although like I. Hmm. I pine for his first love. Who is um the girl from Homecoming? Oh, uh, Liz Liz, Allen. Yeah, I love Liz Allen. I love that. Yeah, yeah. 
Nah, she moved to Michigan because her daddy's a killer. I think, I think it was Portland or something, but... Portland? Yeah, yeah. She moved, her dad kills. Yeah, but he's, like, really hot up on this idea of, like, I gotta impress MJ, I gotta let her know, yeah. I'm gonna tell her at the Eiffel Tower how I feel, and that's right. like, dude, we're bachelors in Europe, like, you can't, you can't do that. We gotta just... do that, son. Europeans love American dick, basically. That's That was his entire argument. And then something happens on the plane, a fucking seat change up, and then Ned ends up sitting next to Betty... Uh, Betty Brant. Betty Brant. Who is from the comics and uh, one of Peter's love interests mm-hmm. at some point. I think she works for the Daily Bugle at a point. Everybody works for the Daily Bugle. We- everyone, or Oscorp. Everyone in the Spider Universe works for one of two companies. <laughs> yes. It's kind of like Seattle. You work for like one of four fucking yeah, companies. Right, right, yeah, right. Um, so they, apparently Ned and Betty really hit it off because like he asked her like, do you play Fortnite or some shit some like stupid, that like, pc game and like she just stared at him and then like next thing you know handy's galore no nothing like that happened but no, no, no. but they're super ador- like they act like they're married the entire it's movie. actually kind of cute it was, it was kind of fun because i liked betty in um homecoming and like the little yeah. closed circuit things and i'm glad that she got kind of an expanded role and like ned's a fun character for her to play off of and i like that ned gets something besides being the man in the chair mm-hmm. uh kind of role but he's, he tries to be that and then MJ finds out uh, about Pete at some point. And she tries to steal that thunder really hard, and he gets jealous. Oh, real fun! <laughs> He's like, "Yo, yeah, I kind of knew first. That kind of mm. so that's all fun." But mm-hmm. yeah, going to Mysterial, Jake Gyllenhaal. So here, here's here's the whole conflict, mm-hmm. right? We got these elementals walking around Europe, fucking shit up. We well, got the first one shows up in Mexico. Me- that, that's how we start the movie with fucking Sam Jackson and Maria Hill. We got uh, uh, Kobe. Colby Smolders. Colby Smolders. I, I know it is Kobe Smolders. Yeah, you, you fucked me up on that you one. Correct me on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I we got Col- we got Smolders and uh, Sam Jackson, and they're they're looking around and they're just like, "Whoa, what's going on here?" Uh, people are being crazy, despite the fact that they've seen fucking alien invasions <laughs> and goddamn <laughs> gods that summon lightning from the sky. They're just like, "Ah, what is going?" And then they see an elemental, and they're like, "Oh fuck!" And then Mysterio shows up, and he's like, "You don't want no fucking part of this." <laughs> it's the weirdest. Yeah, it's opening. like the twister from the movie twister i think like helen hunt was there and fucking mysterio shows up, shows up with pepsi cans fucking <laughs> so try to thwart it i would have loved that movie yeah. so yeah his, his whole thing he's like i'm from a different earth mm-hmm. i'm the the snap tore a hole through the universe's asshole does and he, I showed does up. he name drop an actual like earth dimension that exists yes in, like, he the does he calls our earth or the mcu or 616 mm-hmm. which is the designation given in the comics and he names some other bullshit for his yeah bobo ass home world that he came from and he's just like oh you know the elementals destroyed my world and my family and all that shit and i'm dressed like a clown and i'm here to help <laughs> okay my wife my maria my like, daughter. <laughs> Maria. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, whole family just incinerated. Fucking sucks. What's going on, Pete? Yeah. <laughs> and he's a super nice guy, right? Like the entire, like he's too nice. He's, like, like even with the fishbowl on, he has this charisma and charm about him that's just kind of like enthralling. You know what fucked me up when I was watching him? I was just like, in another universe, my dude Jake could have played Spider-Man. Like, he would have been okay as Spider-Man, right? I wonder if that was ever on the table. Like, it when, was. Was it? Okay. This is a fun fact. So, apparently, uh, during the filming of the hit, the international best-selling film, Seabiscuit, <laughs> Tobey Maguire apparently sprained his butthole, and and there was, there was a risk, because Spider-Man 2 was about to film, and they were like, oh, fuck, he can't be Spider-Man because his butthole yeah, is... The swings are going to rip him even wider. <laughs> He's going to have a hernia. He's going to be shitting man. 
pancakes. 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 Oh, pancakes. There's going to be shit pancakes for years. And then they, they almost tacked in Jake uh, Gyllenhaal to play uh. Uh, Tobey Maguire. And you know what? That would have been history, dog. I wouldn't have been too mad about that recast. I would have loved that movie. Spider-Man 2 would have been even fucking better if it was Jake Gyllenhaal as Peter Parker swinging around with fucking Alfred Molina being Doc Ock and being like, I don't want to do this, Pete. But I gotta. God, that would have been a good movie. Yeah. But he shows up in the MCU as Mysterio. Mm-hmm. He does a great job. Of course, we know he's actually a bad guy. How do we find out he's a bad guy? Well, here's the whole thing. Tony Stark, apparently. <laughs> he 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 decided to gift Peter um his 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 prize possession, which is this fucking um the glasses called? Edith. Edith? Yeah. Which is what was it? Even, even in, dead, I'm the hero. Even dead, I'm the hero. <laughs> which is fucking brilliant. And it's this fucking satellite system that can like, you know, kill anybody from anywhere. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that was his altruistic gift. Like why <laughs> like why couldn't it be a satellite that's just like, oh, wherever there is famine, we're fucking beam down some seeds and it's grow, like a grow some crops. Panic button. I I don't understand it. What was the suit integration called in Homecoming? Fucking, like, insta-kill mode? Or... Oh, no, 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 no. Um, Jennifer Connelly, who played, she played the voice of, like, the in oh, 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 suit oh, oh, thing. Oh, 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 fuck. It I had forgot. that same functionality, though, where it could go from, like, do good or kill, based it off was, of It command. wasn't Friday, because Friday was his. Friday was, was his. Was Iron Man's. Yeah. Um, Saturday. It was Saturday. <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> sure. No, he Saturday. named her, right? He like, he gave her a name. He was like, hey, I think your name should be, like, yeah. Jennifer Connelly. <laughs> <laughs> whatever jennifer Connelly's not back in this one that's upsetting yeah 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 yeah, yeah. but you know iron spider suit smells like new car Mm -hmm. but doesn't have an ai on board but the glasses are cool glasses are cool tom holland looks sexy and then everybody thinks he looks sexy looks sexy as fuck Mm -hmm. tom holland can get it dude (laughs) he can get it (laughs) are you into tom holland like that um, I want to web them up and do it's, it's one of those situations where it's like man I want to look like you but I also want to just suck on that dick a little bit God. what you think what what's wrong <laughs> this isn't the first time we've talked about sucking Tom Holland off really yeah that's interesting hmm. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but w- with these Edith glasses yeah, yeah, there yeah. comes like a, a renewed responsibility for him where it's like well <gasps> Tony left me these <laughs> I did ability yeah right power <laughs> uncle ben <laughs> uncle ben <laughs> is this a review i don't even know anyway back to tom holland's yeah. dick i don't know what you're talking about glasses for no no no. so yeah so he so he bequeaths them these fucking glasses mm-hmm. and they has all the power we get a scene where he almost kills brad <laughs> that's pretty great it was really great he almost kills brad with a fucking drone strike well because like brad is trying to extort him because yeah. he Nick Fury. Nick Fury. <laughs> Nick Fury. Nick Fury is like, hey, we need you to be like this hero. We need you to step up. I don't care that you're on a high school trip. We got these elementals. Oh, that's right. We yeah, have yeah, Mysterio yeah. out here yeah. who's working with us, but like, we need your help as well. Because, We're all over like, the place. Tony's dead. We need your fucking help. And he tries to get him fitted for the uh, Spider-Man, not Spider-Man noir suit, is it? It's no, the, it's not noir. It's like a stealth suit. Yeah, the stealth yeah. suit. And it's a big suck. there's this like really like gaunt, strict German woman who is just, like, trying to put it on him and, like, get him naked. And then Brad shows up and he's like, oh, you're trying to get with MJ, but, like, you're with this Berlin prostitute or something. <laughs> so he snaps a photo of him. Yeah, and then yeah. Peter's like, I need to get that photo back because he's going to fucking show it to MJ. Oh, my God. And he hacks his phone and 
commandeers a drone strike. I was in the bathroom for all of this. Yeah. I just showed up for the drone strike and I was like, ah, fuck Brad. Yeah. <laughs> he's trying to get a, he's trying to get that piece. You know what I'm saying? He really was throughout happen. all of it. It ain't gonna happen. So my thing with the elementals yeah. is like, they were kind of okay. I, like, I really didn't mm. enjoy them as much as I could have. I thought some of the chore- no. choreography around them was kind of weak for Pete. Although I like seeing, like, Mysterio get in there and do his thing and, like, be a hero. There is just something very generic about the Elementals, and I think that was kind of the point. Yeah. Because, like, you, Mysterio was the real bad guy, but I was, at the same time, I feel like they could have tied it in a bit better. Like, we have Hydro-Man. Mm-hmm. We have characters in Spider-Man's universe that kind of, like, fit those things. And I, it would have been really cool to see them, even if they were holograms with, as the elemental Elementals ended up being, mm-hmm. still being like, oh, shit, oh, it's Flint Marco, the Sand man or, mm-hmm. or some shit like that you know that would have been really cool where imagine if they did that shit where they're like oh no they're gonna spider-man 3 and throw all these villains in and it's like oh yeah half the villains are fake actually yeah that would have been some shit that i would have been like yo ka-ching that's fucking great well yeah that would have been cool and that would have been an interesting like kind of yeah slide a hand trick but like with these it's just like well they're described as like interdimensional elemental beings from other planets yeah yeah i guess that fits like the whole multiverse lie yeah and like the stakes just weren't there and i just didn't think they were super interesting no no but, like once you get the reveal of what's going on with like mysterio and how he's like making it all happen it's way cooler spoilers like he's making the shit happen it's smoke and mirrors all this shit he's using what drones drone technology. he's using using assault drones and using like a bunch of um kind of like uh what's the word i want to go for ar imagery yeah like mirrors and shit i guess there much mirrors? in the way I don't think that mirrors it was, it was more like there was like hot like projectors that were like kind of like put around the environment mm-hmm. and stuff and that's how pete figures it out because it's like what the fuck is this like he finds one projector and it's like oh no well, MJ oh. finds it actually oh really yeah yeah yeah. because oh, like shit. she they go to this fucking theater there's like this whole like parade going on that everybody would rather go to but martin short's like Let's go. Martin, to- Martin Short. <laughs> Not Martin Short. What's his name? It's Star. <laughs> Martin Star. Different it's, Martin. It's fine. It's I like, didn't say Martin Sheen. It could have been him. It could have been. But Martin Star is like, yeah, we got to go to the theater and everybody's bummed about it. And Pete like is almost really stoked because he's going to like kind of go on a date with MJ, but he has to leave. Well, that, that was a that was a Nick Fury kind of a yeah. arrangement because he was just like, oh, you want to keep your uh, friends safe? Okay. Mm-hmm. You're all going to the fucking theater. Fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. He, he hijacks their trip like three times. He really does. He's like, oh, you're going to go to Paris and give uh, your your favorite murderino a uh, black dolly necklace? <laughs> oh, it turns out you're going to Prague, bitch. Oh, yeah, they do go to Prague. <laughs> yeah, they go to Prague. Yeah, <laughs> yeah which is so, great. like she sneaks out and follows him because she kind of knows like that's something Something's going on, and like she yeah. gives the reveal later on that, like, hey, I've known that you're Spider Man, like, or I was like 70% sure, but you kind of just confirmed it for me. She said she was 67% okay. sure, <laughs> which is such a specific thing, but like she's there, and then like I think uh, Ned and Betty are there as well, and like there's this whole perilous situation, yeah, that happens, and Oh, because they all decide to run out of the fucking theater and they decide to go like, oh, we're going to go to Prague's Mardi Mardi Gras (laughs) or whatever was happening. We have no culture. It's fine. We We have no culture. But it was cool. I've never been to Europe. Yeah, they they started rocking out and then it was like, oh, no, Mm -hmm. Ifrit shows up. (laughs) (laughs) Don't get him near metal because that feeds him. But my thing is, the reveal of the elementals is interesting because it's like looking back, it's like, was any destruction actually being caused? It looked like that uh, Ferris wheel was like right fucked up. Like, those kids probably could have died. Yeah, because the drones were actually, like, you know, 
doing violence. Yeah. That's true. I guess they were like launching off missiles and smoke yeah. and flamethrowers and all that. So. They're doing all sorts yeah. of shit to make sell this lie. So people died too. People did <laughs> die. So the big reveal is that it's not just like okay, so Mysterio is a bad guy, mm-hmm. and all he wanted was the Edith technology because he caught wind that mm-hmm. Tony Stark, in his will, was going to give it to some fucking kid from New York, mm-hmm. not knowing uh, Spider Man. Actually, he knew he was Spider-Man. Like, he knew it before the fact. Because, like, you know, when he showed up to Nick Fury's base or whatever mm-hmm. was going on there, like, Tom Holland was fucking unmasked. Like, hey, what's going on, everybody? I think he had to have known. Yeah, so he, he knew that. It turns out he has a whole committee of, like, jilted Stark employees that are helping the Mysterio lie. It's such a great reveal. It's like, it's so good. He's in a bar with, uh, with Pete. And it's weird yeah. because, like, it strikes you as odd because they're both kind of in costume, but they don't have their masks or helmets on. And they're just chilling, drinking. It's like... Don't you think these people in the bar would like be like that's that's a uh, the spider monkey and that's mysterious. Oh, yeah, the fucking Europe spider monkey. <laughs> so fucking fun. Oh yeah, he shoots the same webs as Spider-Man. He could be a spider, spider monkey. monkey. <laughs> yeah. But they're just sitting there chilling yeah. and like you get the thought that like don't these patrons realize like what's happening but you know you kind of brush off maybe they're drunk. They're, they're all holograms. And they're all holograms. They're all fucking so holograms. Fucking crazy. And the whole ploy was to just get that technology from Pete and of course Pete was in a vulnerable state where he's like I just want this girl to like me and I don't want to be saving the world like every fucking day because he already did that like he's been to space he's faced cosmic terrors right and he look he looks at sexy ass jake gyllenhaal and he says to himself you should be the successor to iron man not me he puts him on him and you have this moment where he kind of looks like tony stark yeah they're two like kind of mirrored tony stark moments that give me chills yeah yeah. like that one and then the one later on on the jet so robert downey gives you chills is what we established yeah Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, so that gets passed over, and then it all goes shit fucked, and then like you get this kind of interesting Iron Man tie-in. Oh, uh, one of, one of the guys that's like a that's helping Mysterio was, was like an Iron Man one being yelled at by fucking um, uh, William Hurt's character, mm-hmm. something Sedane, Zidane, Obadiah Stane, Obadiah, Obadiah Obadiah Stane, Tony, fuck, like, <laughs> he's got his fucking suspenders. <laughs> And then there's another character, too, that had been jilted by Stark Industries in a way. I forget what. Yeah. What was her deal? I don't remember. Mysterio turns out to be more of like um, this kind of techno CEO sort of megalomaniac. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that he makes like a comment when he's being a good guy earlier uh, where he tells Pete, like, don't never apologize for being the smartest person in the room. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh, oh, that's nice of you. And then you think like, oh, that's something that fucking um, sociopaths say. It's true. It's it's <laughs> It sucks because you have all these endearing moments between the two of them. But like, yeah. there's just this twinge of like, this dude's a sociopath. Right. Or he's like kind of pulling a strings, which he does, you know? And like that, even though we knew, we know as an audience, like fucking Mysterio's coming. Mm-hmm. Like he's going to be a bad guy. We don't, you know, how are they going to review it? But like from Pete's perspective... That is a betrayal. Like, he is straight up betrayed, and he has to spend the rest of the movie, like... Grappling with that. Grappling that, correcting everything, and making sure that this Edith technology is no longer in the hands of fucking faux Steve Jobs. Yeah. All the while, like, trying to save his classmates. Yeah. Romance MJ, and make sure he doesn't get found out, you know? So, like, from the reveal and on, the movie fucking takes off. Like, swinging. You the, know? the first half of the movie before the reveal is like kind of weak for me where I'm like, kind okay, of. this is fun. I'm, I'm enjoying it still. But like once the reveal happens and there's like a sense of like actual terror and, and scale to it, I'm like, 
okay, now I'm in. Yeah, I'm gripped. exactly. Even like when the first elemental attack, like the Hydro Man shows mm-hmm. up and like, you know, fucks up uh, Venice, the waterways or mm-hmm. whatever. I know nothing about geography. Uh, it, it, <laughs> it didn't feel like it was just kind of like, oh, okay, yeah. that's that's fine. He doesn't even suit up. He just kind of shows up and tries to stop uh, something from falling down. Mm-hmm. And it, di- it didn't feel big enough, right? You know, but maybe that's just like, again, uh, this movie has the unfortunate you know, follow-up to being Endgame. You know, yeah. or, or I should say, following up Endgame. Just in the same way that Ant-Man and the Wasp follow up Infinity War, and I'm just like, Ant-Man and the Wasp? I don't even fucking remember. I remember there was a bad guy who turned out to be a good guy at some point mm-hmm. because she was fucking, like, vibrating too hard or some shit. She's I, going I don't invisible. know. I honestly, I can Michelle Pfeiffer remember. got out of the pocket pussy dimension. I'm not sure what was going on. <laughs> All I know is I like Paul Rudd, so that kept me going. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And Michael Pena and and um, Jennifer. No, it's not Jennifer. It's uh, Evan- Evangeline Lilly. Yeah, Eveline Lilly. Elv- Neon Genesis Evangeline <laughs> Lilly. <laughs> She's hot. She's I like hot. her. I like her a lot. But yeah, so again, maybe maybe that's a little bit a part of it. And also, you know, is this the last MCU film this year? It's crazy to think. That's yeah, crazy. To we think. got three like really big ones this year. We back, got Captain Marvel back in back. March, Endgame in April. Yeah, and then this. Yeah, so, but again, I think the second half redeems some of my favorite moments are Mm -hmm. in the second half. Yeah, what are some, like, standout points for you? Oh, when Mysterio tricks the shit out of Peter. Because when Peter figures it out, like, Mysterio doesn't, like, let up. When he, like, throws him into this, like, illusion where, like, oh, he's wearing his, like, classic suit again. Mm -hmm. And then, like, strips him down to his basic fucking, like, hoodie that he used to wear before he got the Stark suit. That was crazy. Where it's like, you're you're nothing. You're just a boy in a a goddamn costume. pretty crazy he basically tricks him to well he goes to berlin because like uh nick Fury is like hey this is where i'm gonna be this is where our next mission hits and mysterio knows that too so he takes advantage of it creates this whole illusion and it's some of the most gripping like visual work and it ends in like almost like tragedy because he gets hit by a train at the end fucking peter gets hit by a train at the end of it yeah it I, I love those scenes a lot because they do uh, two main scenes like that. And I'm just like, this is really cool. And it, I don't know, it's a little more interesting for me than seeing him work the elementals. Yeah, and there, there's a few other elements that are really cool. So first of all, um, it was hinted at only in Infinity War, but Peter has spider sense in, in, in these films. Mm. And that's like a big part of the Spider-Man character, but it was not really evident in Civil War. Definitely not in Homecoming. Super not evident in Homecoming, which, which was actually really interesting mm. that they were just like, but again, they're like, hey, he's kind of really early in his career. Mm. He is not the formative Spider-Man. He, he's a spider... Spider boy. Lad. He's going through spider puberty and spider He's going spider puberty, but yeah. like, I love Aunt May names it as the <laughs> Peter Tingle. <laughs> And then Happy finds out. He's like, oh, is your speeder, uh, spider tingle not working? No, like, he's, he's like, is your Peter Tingle not working? Actually. Oh, your Peter Tingle. <laughs> <laughs> and even Peter Parker calls it the Peter Tingle at some point. So but yeah, nice. I love that they like established like, no, he has spider sense yeah. at some point. That was really fucking cool because we have a great moment towards like the third act where Mysterio tries one last trick and motherfucking Pete like does this badass like counterattack because he knows it's coming, like grabs his wrist. Oh, It's man. actually my favorite scene in the whole movie because it reminds of like the hallway fight from old boy yeah where he's just fighting down this tunnel like just knocking out droids and like just honing into a spider tank right right because yeah. like mysterio gets a hold of like the uh eat of technology and he uses like a thousand drones to attack the uk mm-hmm. okay yeah his idea is that he's gonna attack the uk but then show up as the hero and he's gonna be like this exactly 
uh, I guess, plateaued or like he's going to be just a hero on a platform. I don't know. Yeah, like that, that's the thing that he's going to continue accruing power by be, being this fake superhero, mm-hmm. essentially, you know, and it, it, it's kind it's kind of good. Like it's a plausible plot point for that universe, you know, I'm trying to think of any other villains that have done that in the MCU. And it's like, not really. Uh, dynamic in a different way yeah to to trick everyone into thinking that they're the hero no i think that it's it's very mysterio Mm -hmm. it's very true to the character and i think that's such a it's one of the better choices in this film Mm -hmm. i really really like that especially like the way that he looks a little bit like thor looks a little bit like iron man Mm -hmm. together and stuff like that like it's all super intentional because it is there's a fucking half-baked story to the elementals and the multiverse and Mm -hmm. everything it's so well thought out you know I, i i really like that i really like the third act where Pete has to, like, you know, come back from this shit, and he mm. meets up with Happy Hogan. Yeah, he ends up in Amsterdam. Ends up in, <laughs> in fucking jail. Amsterdam <laughs> and talking to, well, what are they, Dutch, I guess? They I speak so, yeah. Dutch, yeah. and when he meets up with Happy Hogan and goes in the X-Jet, whatever mm. the fuck you want to call it, the, the Stark Jet, and has to create a suit oh using Tony's old technology. It's great. That was so cool, and he makes a suit that's true to, like, Spider-Man Spider-Man, not Iron Spider mm. or whatever, you know? I love that suit, by the way. That it's black and suit. red is so it's very good. slick. It's in Marvel Spider-Man, by the way, for save roommates out there. If you want to go load that bitch, I do love that interplay between like Insomniac Games and like this movie verse. Yeah. Where they're like, okay, you want this suit that's in the movie? We're gonna put it in, and the vice versa. We're gonna do oh, it. Oh my god, it's so good. I but love that suit. That was actually one of the best scenes. Like, I would probably rank it like my second favorite scene because like you see him, and even Happy notices like he's creating he's being an inventor he's just like tony in this moment exactly and, like there's a moment of pride in him and i'm just like that's my boy that's my boy that's, that's my, my boy, boy Pete. and he's just like i'm gonna be your daddy because i eat out i eat out your mom <laughs> <laughs> I, ate, I ate a pie out of her pussy <laughs> jesus Christ. peach cobbler good on the fourth of july oh no <laughs> <laughs> but also yeah. in the third act you get um ned and mj kind of helping him out and it's an interesting yeah. dynamic to see her knowing and having to kind of balance that while keeping it a secret as well he's got the support unit yeah. i really it's like that cool. but it, and it isn't one of those things where it's like oh robert downey chastising him or happy hogan being mm-hmm. curmudgeonly about shit it's like these are his friends yeah. his friends support and love him and want to help him and one of them wants to fuck him it's great or maybe both of them want to fuck him. i was gonna say that wants to fuck him. <laughs> maybe all of them want to fuck him i don't know i want to fuck he him. wants to be the chair not the man in the chair oh jeez yeah. sexy <laughs> i'll let that spider bite <laughs> fuck but so, so where, where does this happen is it in england or london it's in the uk yep okay. it's in london yep 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 cool and they're on uh the great ben bid <laughs> Hang on, let me try that again. The Great Ben Bridge. Yeah. Right? Is that what they call it? Maybe. I don't know. I've never been to fucking The the Great Red Bridge of Ben. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. Let me me collect some thoughts. So, yeah. We covered most of it. Mm -hmm. We covered most of it. Can we talk a little bit about that fucking zinger at the end, though? Yeah. So, I mean, spoilers. Pete wins. Pete wins. Pretty awesome. And, oh, oh, oh. Mysterio fucking dies. Mysterio dies. Pete, actually, I think he gets shot in the process. Um... Or like I think Peter Peter gets shot yeah. at some point and then Pete like deflects one of the drones and mm-hmm. it shoots Mysterio. I missed that too. I was just like, oh, why is he dying? And it's yeah. like, I guess he got shot at some point. And then they have like an interesting little exchange, and then that's kind of it. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of it. And mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, okay. Well, they kept Vulture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not keeping Jake. Like, was Jake just like, yeah, I don't know if I could commit to like more than one. Yeah, I gotta go back <laughs> doing weird like indie art house theater shit. Night night creeper to whatever the fuck that movie is 
What yes, was it? It is Night Creeper, I think. No, it's not Night Creeper. It's actually the name of the X Men character, Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler? Yeah, oh, Nightcrawler. Okay. <laughs> or maybe he's hoping that there's going to be like another Prince of Persia movie or some shit. We could all only hope. Yeah. Who? No, I'm I kidding. That how movie it wraps stuff. up and ends, to be honest. So Mysterio dies, and all is right in the world. Mm, they do a Viking <laughs> funeral for a crystal ball. They t- <laughs> <laughs> they go back to New York at some point. Actually, fuck yeah! How does it? It kind of speeds up like from there on, right? Mm-hmm. It just kind of goes. Oh well, we we get the nice touching moment on the bridge where Pete runs to MJ and he's all fucked up. I love that he's like completely destroyed. Oh, he's yeah, just like, great. oh, what's going on? And he they doesn't have, have his mask on, and they still have that this awkward moment together mm-hmm. where it's like, because that's who she is mm-hmm. essentially. Like they don't make her as this like super dynamic like going to be a model or actor like MJ from the yeah. comics. They make her where she's just like, hey, I'm awkward about the fact that I'm really into you. But mm-hmm. she also mentions like, hey, I, I kind of lied when I said, you know, uh, there was some line earlier in the movie when she w- found out he was Spider-Man. He was like, oh, are you only paying attention to me because you knew I was Spider-Man? Mm-hmm. And he got like super disappointed. And yeah. she was like, yeah, yeah. Well, what else would it be? And it's like, I don't know. I work on my body. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm really smart. I'm an athlete. Yeah. And I think they have a kiss. They have a nice little kiss. Yeah. And, and then he has to go away because, you know. I think a London cleanup crew is coming by or something. And he's also like, oh, all my bones yeah. are broken and, you know, I'm fucking... Is that the exchange where he gives her the, the broken black dahlia? Yeah, and she's like, actually, I like it better broken. Yeah. <laughs> and it was it's fucking sweet. great. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad yeah, that yeah, they yeah. get their moment because, like, they do deserve to be together. And now that she knows, I'm interested to see how that's all going to play out. Right. But. But. but the zinger. But. Well... They, yeah. they swing around the city for a little bit, too. So that's that's one choice that I love where like he's like, yeah, I'm going to take you around swinging as Spider-Man. And she's mm-hmm. like, okay, I'll try it. And she fucking hates it. She hates it. it. She fucking hates Whereas, it. Whereas, like, I think fucking Kirsten Dunst and Emma Stone probably get a little wet doing it and like, get off to it. <laughs> but, like... She hates it. The thing is, like, I remember reading somewhere where, like, if a normal person were to swing the way that Peter Parker does, mm-hmm. they would dislocate their shoulders almost immediately because of the weight of the body and the velocity of the swing. You have to be Spider-Man to take that kind That's of That's true. Yeah, his body's like built shit. differently for his it. His body is built for do, that. Do they break that down in like there's a, a physics of superheroes book? It's yes. Like a big thing. Okay. Cool, I think cool. they I think they broke it down there or or whatever Mythbusters were like. So yeah, she was like not into it. She was like sick. And then like, we think that's how the movie ends. And then we actually get a nice little fucking zinger where it's like on the big Times Square TV where it's like this just in from the death scene of the hero Mysterio. <laughs> this is from fucking Daily Bugle, which is like you. Actually actually said daily bugle none of that fucking daily bulletin bullshit from the marvel netflix shows that's true well i love it too because it's sony operated and owned and all that stuff so like yeah. they can tie that in if they wanted to it's like, i think if disney tried to do it with one of their movies they'd be like uh-uh-uh no yeah and better yet better yet j jonah jameson makes his introduction to the mcu and guess what it is still played he is still played by jk Simmons. i love it it's so great and, and he's got that same energy and like vitriol that he I did know. in the first movies and then even like that we saw in uh the spider-man game up for ps4 right and my <laughs> dude reveals that like oh yeah by the way uh, it shows like a video of Mysterio dying and it looks like Peter Parker fucking kills him mm-hmm. and oh here's a reveal like Jake Allen looks on the screen and goes oh, Spider-Man's name is Pit and it cuts off and you're like oh okay and then it goes Peter Parker it's so fucking great <laughs> it's fucking amazing it's like oh no 
it's going to be interesting to see how he deals with that collateral, like moving into like, phase four. I'm so interested what what they're going to do with it because like it's happened in the comics like once or twice, and like the first time they they had their retcon it with the brand new day story arc okay. where it's like oh people know who he is, and it's like we don't really know what to do with this character anymore, so they had to like redo it, but. Mm-hmm. I think it would be super interesting if they figured out a way to make that work where it's like, oh, fuck. He's like public enemy number one for a little bit, but then he wins yeah. back or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know how they're going to play that off. Maybe it's something where it's like, oh, no, of course a high school kid's not Peter Parker or some shit like that. Mm. I don't know. It's going to be fucking awesome. I think there's enough to weigh <clears throat> in his favor. I mean, granted, like Mysterio, for all means and purposes, has been lauded as a hero and every instance you saved all these frenchmen and and europeans from elementals he was in mexico he's a hero yeah he did he he did a lot of good despite the fact that he personally staged all of these catastrophes and murdered a few dozen people But like i don't know i feel like peter or spider-man rather has some good graces with the people of new york and has done things like throughout homecoming and civil war and elsewhere where it's like he it's probably been perpetuated as a hero himself, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Now, I wonder, for, for J. Jonah, mm-hmm. I wonder if that's just, like, a cameo situation, or if we're gonna, like, further develop, like, oh, he's a main player in the next Spider-Man movie. That would be so fucking good. I don't think they're gonna do it. I think it's just a cameo. Mm-hmm. I think that was just an Easter like egg teaser. for... I think it was an Easter egg for fans, rather than, like, a teaser, man. Yeah. I don't think they're gonna... They're that's not fair. gonna follow I mean, through. I think, like, J.K. Simmons loves that <clears throat> role, and I don't doubt that he would want to do it, but it's just, like... Because I wouldn't mind seeing him intermittently, like, throughout the movie. He played... Um, um, in the um, Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon, he still played J. Jonah Jameson. That's awesome. Like for like he he's just like uh, the guy that plays Coulson, uh, Clark Gregg or mm-hmm. Greg Clark, whichever. It's he, hard when you have two first names. Yeah, he he was always like, hey, I want to continue playing Coulson, like no matter what. Okay. And they're like, okay, fuck it. Well, we have this cartoon, and he's like, yeah, 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 I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... We got Agents of Shield. I'll be there. It's that good money. It's yeah. that good money. There's also like a cool another Easter egg in that first uh because there's two post-credit scenes yes, yes um where they drop down and i kind of caught this it's on like this construction thing and it's numbered one two three four um and along the way it says uh we can't wait to show you what we have in store next but where the fourth one is it, it's a question mark basically mm. so i think that's kind of representing like the different phases of the movies and like we really don't know where they're gonna go with this next like phase of movies like we i think there's like one or two that we know that but, for sure planned so i i read about that so that that sign was on this the old avengers building mm-hmm. avengers tower um some people hypothesize is that right yeah that it might be uh postulate, postulate <laughs> that it might be related to the fantastic four that they might move into that building and oh. rename it the baxter building that would be cool too so four because there's four of those fucks. Yeah. Yeah, you know how there's four of those fuckers? I, I'm aware. Everyone's gangbanging each other with their powers. I hope they retcon that whole <laughs> Fantastic Four bullshit. I hope they d- work here. just delete those films, if at all possible. <laughs> you <laughs> know what's bad all when copies. You, you try and reboot a franchise and it doesn't work? Yo, so that, that Fantastic Four movie? With Michael B. Jordan. And- with Michael B. Jordan? There's like 25 minutes of a great movie there. Sure buried (laughs) like it start like the first the the intro of that movie is fine Mm -hmm. i'm gonna say that like it's fine and then it just shits itself so hard publicly damn yeah i had no interest in seeing it to be honest because like i don't know like the first two fantastic four movies were in a time where it's like we hadn't hit that mcu stride that is now the benchmark and like hallmark for what a comic book movie should be basically yeah. so it's still kind of like early days and like struggling shit before i think it was even before like the nolan batman movies came in fucking swinging brain 
Like, this is what <laughs> Batman could be. Batman know? swinging brain again, everybody. Yeah. Um. So we get another. We get a post credits. Another post credit sequence. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this one is. I gotta talk to you about this one. This, this, this one's a little more of a head scratcher. So it turns out that uh, Nick Fury mm-hmm. and Maria Hill, mm-hmm. this entire time in this film, were actually scrolls, son. <laughs> Which is crazy. And it's one of the scrolls we know, played by Ben Mendelsohn okay. from uh, Captain Marvel. I forget what his character's name was. I forget, too. I, it was Scroll Man. <laughs> yeah, it's alien to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's actually him, too. I love that they brought like Ben Mendelsohn at the end of the mm-hmm. movie. And they, like, fucking, you know uh facetime to uh, not uh, nick fury mm-hmm. they're like hey we're doing a good job we ran into a few snags we trusted uh, a yeah. villain and yeah but your boy pete he saved the day and, yeah. and sam jackson is apparently in motherfucking space He's hanging space. out with a bunch of scrolls just chilling and probably captain marvel maybe captain marvel yeah. and it raises more questions than it answers daniel one in the post credits of infinity war when mm-hmm. we saw maria hill and sam jackson get fucking blipped and they called for Captain Marvel. Was that actually them, or was that Scrolls? That's a good question. Okay, I, I would imagine it was probably still the original Fury and Hill. Two. What's Nick doing up there, man? He was getting drunk. He was on a little like video screen, having like a little beach vacation. Yeah, but like, did he get blipped to begin with? Did he actually get blipped, or has he been chilling in the cosmos for a while? Because we gotta we gotta look back. Mm. Um, mm. my dude doesn't show up in Age of Ultron. Does not show up in Age of Ultron. Does not show up in Civil War. Doesn't show up for these cataclysmic Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. So was he in space this entire the time, entire hanging time. out with scrolls? Did he not go to Tony Stark's funeral? Was it not actually him at that funeral? That <laughs> That's be... so crazy to think about now. <laughs> it starts fucking up everything, right? Like, that scroll doesn't know Tony Stark. Maybe he knows enough to get sad. I don't know, <laughs> but it just fucks up everything. Okay. And then I got, I got, a, I got another one here for you. I got okay. another one here for you. So it's not really a question, but it's something that it's something that bothered me in Endgame, mm-hmm. and now bothers me knowing about this stinger, which is wasn't actually them the entire film. Thanos had a similar situation, which is we killed the Thanos that fucked our entire world up mm-hmm. in the intro of Endgame. And the Thanos that we battle is a dude that hasn't even committed those atrocities. Yeah, he's like 2014 Thanos from like Galleons of the Gar- Galaxies of the Guardians. Exactly, yeah. Tw- er- 2014 era, yeah. right? And he even runs into uh, Scarlet Witch. And he's like, I don't even know who you are. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, there's something unsatisfactory. Because it's like, yeah, we killed Thanos. But my dude was out there making like beet soup or some shit with weird alien beets. Mm-hmm. And just willing to like retire or live out his life he like him dying he was like i'm fine with that i did my job (laughs) yeah yeah my inevitability came to fruition you know but so there's something a little unsatisfying about endgame in the sense of where it's like we never really got revenge against the actual thanos and so in this movie i just don't feel good about the fact that it was like oh so we actually didn't really get nick fury pete parker interplay wasn't real (laughs) <laughs> you know it's weird to think about actually yeah i mean i i will, will sidebar and say i think taking out the two thanoses was still very satisfying just in the way they elevated it mm, and like yes yeah. seeing thor finally get his and have to deal with that aftermath was riveting to watch it was a really interesting take on like depression and like failure yeah. and all this cool stuff yeah and then seeing 2014 thanos come in and wreck house with like the Shat- uh what is it the shatari army yeah it was and fucking just blow up the avengers tower and fucking 
just no, it, it's all great. It's like yeah. it's the Thanos we know, but it's not quite the Thanos who fucked us. Yeah, yeah. And that's what bothers me. I mean, a it's bit. still for me, it's still the same Thanos because he has the he's inevitable. He has the propensity to do these things, and he probably will. You know, sure. He's still like malicious and smart enough to know. He's like, I'm gonna let them do all the legwork, and then I'm just gonna fucking take the gauntlet and do it. Myself. Yeah, yeah. But it's, so. it's just one of those things. But, but no, right? I, I do get what you're saying though that it is kind of like unsatisfactory to think that like. The actual Nick Fury wasn't interplaying with Pete. It, yeah, you know, it's one of those, I'm like, with Thanos, I wanted the Thanos that fucked everything to watch his work be undone. That would be the perfect revenge. Mm-hmm. But that's not how life works. And Endgame just teaches people things, you know what I'm saying? Over, think, the, over the course of its eight and a half hours. I think for me, Thanos is still Thanos no matter what universe he came from. Because, uh, like, he yeah. still has the same pride and the same atrocities that happened to him. And he's still grappling the same shit this is just like i would be interesting to go back and watch far from home on a second viewing and notice like the scrolls interplay because captain marvel makes like kind of interesting points of like how they interact and do all these things and is there even a point where like somebody's like i need you to ask me a question like so i know who you are like i think pete does that to to happy at one point because he gets tricked by um, yeah, yeah i think he does but that's something that you would have to do to a scroll like you know ask them something that they oh like. that was the scene where happy describes um <laughs> his aunt naked right yeah, yeah, or yeah. something like that yeah, yeah yeah he's like oh you know that one mole underneath the left breast <laughs> <laughs> you know she has two different sized breasts it's crazy <laughs> so that, that that's my only contrivance okay. right there but i love the fact that that um i read that theory online before the movie ever came out where they're like we think nick fury is actually a scroll in this film after watching mm. captain marvel because there's this one line that he says where pete's like i don't know i'm more of a neighborhood friendly spider-man and he looks at him and goes bitch please you've been the space and it's mm. like oh, okay would nick fury actually say that to a fucking 17 year old maybe yeah, I mean, it, it, like makes you, it makes Sam, you go, maybe. It sounds like a Samuel L. Jackson thing to say, but, but not it's quite not like a, a Nick, Nick Fury, Fury. thing. Yeah, and then the fact that people like, Nick Fury can't get no respect in that film. Mm-hmm. Like, Happy Hogan's fucking, like, dodging his calls and shit. And, like, he mm-hmm. confronts him about it and he's just like, oh, whatever. And Nick is just like, oh. Yeah. And, then the, and then the one scene where... That wouldn't happen with, like, Tony or Cap. Like, he would show up. Right, where he shows up in fucking Pete's uh, hotel room going like, you're a very hard man to get a hold of, Spider-Man. And like eight people like interrupt. Like, I know it's a comedic beat, but it was just like, Nick Fury doesn't handle it the Nick Fury way, right? Mm -hmm. Like he doesn't go like, let me just blast all of them (laughs) or some shit. But even when we do get the reveal of him in space and just being kind of a drunkard, it's like, well, that's not the Nick Fury we know either. I don't know. I kind of like that though. (laughs) Him showing up and just going, all right, let's get the work. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. That's my only thing. That's my only thing. I think it's fine Mm -hmm. in the long run. I think it's funny actually. (laughs) It's hilarious. But that's it. It raises so many questions. And it's like, are we going to get that payoff where it's like, oh, yeah, here's Captain Marvel 2 where fucking Nick Fury's in space rocking, rocking with the Nova Force or Nova Corps or whatever the fuck. I imagine. I imagine they're up to something there. They're trying yeah. to come up and combat like a different cosmic evil that we don't know yet. Right. So. And then like, what's the next villain for Spidey? Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah. Like, are we going to build up to Norman Osborn or are we just going to kind of stray away from that? Because like you know following is, the beats we haven't done anything like the big villain hasn't true. occurred is oscorp even really a thing in this universe has not been mentioned so. by name yeah. no 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 i mean no. we're getting the build to like the sinister <clears throat> six at least with like the vulture and the prisoner well, i killed one of them they killed mysterio <laughs> that's true it's true but i mean other players can come in to play there i don't know unless they do this really awesome reveal where it's like oh yeah by the way mysterio fucking tricked you again he's not dead <laughs> That would be pretty wild. That would be pretty wild. And he's actually, like, getting all these people out of prison and orchestrating that, too. Yeah, that would be pretty dope. That'd be dope. I'd be into that. Was 
Doc Ock a part of the Sinister Six? Yes. I know it's, okay. He was like the ringleader. Okay. I, I, that's what I thought, because I know it's all based off of like the more animal type villains. Yeah, like Craven and Vulture mm-hmm. and Doc Ock and Scorpion. Scorpion. So, I mean, I feel like for the next one, they go one of three ways with it. Chameleon. <laughs> yeah. He was, he was one I always forget. So they, they have like a rotation of characters. So it's oh, like Lizard, okay, I think. It's... Mysterio could be dead, but they could still do yeah. a Sinister Six, you know? They could. Yeah. I don't know if we're going to get there. Mm. Or I should I should say it this way. I don't think we're going to get there with the MCU films. I don't I, think we're going to get to a Sinister Six with MCU. I feel like we're closer to getting something like that than we are like Norman Osborn. Because like he's not even mentioned. Like he would literally just come out of nowhere. The thing about Norman Osborn is like they god damn it Disney needs to keep Spider-Man mm-hmm. and his characters yeah. which we we read something today where apparently the contract deals are if Far From Home doesn't make a billion then Sony like the rights revert back to Sony mm-hmm. and I'm just like there is no reality where we want Sony to maintain full rights to Spider-Man no. anymore the I'm relationship sorry. that they have together in making these movies great and integrating them in the MCU is brilliant keep doing that <laughs> if you take sole rights to Spider-Man it's not going to do crazy MCU you numbers the way that you think it's gonna do it's no. gonna do like better than venom I, I think especially if they try to make sequels that are outside of the mcu using tom holland in the same cast mm-hmm. it's gonna be weird it's dude gonna be weird. it's gonna be fucking disjointed where it's like hey do you remember that one guy the what do you call him the metal fella <laughs> i really don't want that to happen and also if they try to like merge fucking um tom hardy venom with mm-hmm. this spider-man those are two things that won't taste good together and i'm gonna warn you right now you need to reboot venom to make him fit the spider-man i think films. so too yeah because the venom movies are very standalone and what they're trying to do with him as a character kind of making him like an anti-hero if you want venom in the mcu he has to be a hard-ass villain he has to be a, like. he has to be a serious threat he can't be this goofy asshole san francisco journalist yeah. you know like you can't do it that way so maybe it's too soon for them to even do that because i feel like it would just be yeah. weird brand confusion there's gonna be so much brand confusion so and it's all sony's fault maybe maybe we do get like a doc ock character we get a protege or or something like that we need it like for the third movie we need that big larger than life real threat villain it makes you wonder it's like is sony just like not selling you know because i'm sure i am so sure disney was like hey we will make this work. We'll give you whatever amount of money to get fucking Spider-Man. And they're just like, no, look at all the shit we're making. Look at all the shit we're licensing out. Mm-hmm. No, it doesn't make sense for them, you know? I think that's the only thing stopping it. It's not one of those things where it's like, oh, well, name your price. Sony knows, hell no, we've been writing this for like since 2001, mm-hmm. dog. Hell no. We've been making money on yeah. this. They'd rather, I think, make royalties in the long term than sell. Yeah. <laughs> hell, yeah. Hell no. Hell no. They're not going to do it. So it sucks. Mm-hmm. Like, I, but it's a very precarious thing because it's like, we may get to that point where suddenly, oh, shit, we don't have uh, Spider-Man in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Hell, we may not even have Tom Holland as Spider-Man because of these choices. Ugh. That would be fucking just egregious. Fucking gross, yeah. right? So that's what, that's what I'm saying where I'm like, I love, I love Homecoming. I love... His appearances in Civil War, Infinity mm-hmm. War, Endgame. I love Far From Home. I want to continue loving that. I do too. I think too, especially if you're trying to go into a phase four of MCU movies and have this new Avengers, like he needs to be a part of that. Yeah, he really does. That would, come on, man. That movie would be so fucking interesting if it's like, oh, well, Spider-Man actually became the old guard now mm-hmm. because he's one of the survivors. That would be so fucking cool. I want it. I do too. I also, again, if we're talking about, like, 
I've heard rumors that they want to do new Avengers and they also want to do Dark Avengers. Mm-hmm. So what what's actually on the docket for like Phase Four that we know? There's the Black Widow solo movie. Yeah, Black Widow solo movie, which is supposed to take place uh, before Infinity War, but after Civil War. Interesting. Interesting yeah. timeline. Um, I mean, we talked about it. I feel like there would be a, a number of flashbacks to like her ballet academy and like her Russian upbringing. Probably. And yeah. I think the villain in the movie is supposed to be from her past okay. in some, some sort of way. So that, that could be cool. So new Avengers, dark Avengers. <clears throat> and then there was something. Else. Captain Marvel two. Captain Marvel two. Is confirmed. Two. I forget the name. Uh, Shang-Chi. That's the one I can't think of. Yeah. I with can't. The, um, I've never read it. Never fuck. heard of it. As long as it's not iron fist. I'm good. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested. I, I've, they really did something special with these first three phases, building this 10 years of, of cinematic universe and making us invested in care. And even the way that like it started with Tony and ended with Tony and Endgame, but like he's still kind of a presence. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he's still going to be like kind of hanging over all the movies going into like four and onward, or if he's just, his impact's going to lessen over time. Yeah, potentially. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll see like a passing of the torch kind of thing. I'd be mm-hmm. I'd be so interested if they were like, "Hey, we want to fill the Iron Man role yeah. with like somebody else," but not not recast, but like, "Oh, hey, somebody's going to take that mantle." Mm-hmm. You know, I, could be anything. Could be. Anything can happen. Anything. Anything. I mean, I always like the idea for Ironheart because that's kind of cool. Yeah, Ironheart's cool. Yeah. That would be really cool. But uh, yeah, Far From Home still gets thumbs up from me. Yeah. You should fucking watch it. It's still good. It's Tom Holland is a joy. I would MJ, say it's, it's far from is the great. worst. Far from the worst. Yeah. Very far from yeah. the worst. The worst is probably Spider-Man 3. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, in terms of the Spider-Man movies, I think it's 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 up there with me. It's, it's a very adequate, well-handled sequel, I think. Yeah, it's just the only thing is that it tastes the same as Homecoming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Homecoming was such a new thing that this doesn't feel as new. It's still good. But it feels like one of those sequels where it's like, okay... How much further did we really get in this universe mm-hmm. with this character? And now we have to wait like another well, two, three years for a sequel. The bridge for me was interesting because in Civil War, like it was cool to see him, but I didn't love him as much as everybody else did in Civil War. Like I thought it was cool that he was intro there, <clears throat> but I wanted to see how he was going to build his own universe and be a standalone character in Homecoming. And they knocked that out of the park. And then it's this with the post Endgame world and all that stuff that happened. It's like. I wanted to see how they would bring it to the next level. And they, I think they had to reel it in a little bit to, to manage it. Cause he's dealing with grief. He's dealing with the fact that like, you know, he's still in high school and all this other stuff. So it's still kind of a reeled in neighborhoods tale, basically. That is true. And yeah. I, I like that they're driving that point where it's like, he's still young, man. Yeah. Like maybe he shouldn't be going on space yeah. adventures. Like every day he's figuring shit out. He's still, he's getting tricked by bearded assholes. <laughs> you know, he, he needs to still like, you know, develop himself as a spider-man and i really want to go on that journey with him and i don't want to go on that journey outside of the mcu it's fair that's where i'm at so i would say this isn't like the top tier for me in terms of spider-man movies in terms of mcu movies it probably is like somewhere in the middle tier for me uh again homecoming ranks above it because homecoming fires on all cylinders every cameo is great hannibal burris fucking gambino that that actually made me upset that hannibal burris wasn't in this he was in some of like the promo stuff oh maybe he was in a plane yeah, or maybe he got 
He got blipped that's in a plane, funny. and then he got re-blipped, and whoop, just there fell. <laughs> and <that's, laughs> they couldn't cut away to that. Experiencing that Hannibal duress. We don't have a video of Captain America going like, so you got re-blipped, and you were on a plane. Uh, I was hoping for something like that. Like, I, I think I went to get a yeah. point during like the post-credits, I'm like, oh, they're going to do a Captain America thing here, and they didn't do it. Nah, no. Uh, another thing, too, this is the first Marvel movie without a Stan Lee cameo, but they do yeah. like a nice little in memory of Stan Lee and Steve Ditko thing at the end, which is, it's nice. They do, yeah. they do. Yeah. which is good i'm glad they didn't try and like cg in him or work him in in a weird way it's just like let the cameos stop where they did you know i think so too that's probably the best choice to go mm-hmm. because if rogue one taught us anything oh god it's kind of fucking weird trying to resurrect dead people man really fucking weird uh grand moff Toff. oh you're grand right. moff Toff. <laughs> you're fucking right and then the last jedi did it yeah. in weird ways too yeah, yeah no yeah i'm not into it not into it not into it did, did solo do it as well no, Ray Park is still alive. Okay. <laughs> His career just died. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's probably doing like stunt work or, or something out there. So cool. Yeah, we could recommend this. We love it. It's got oh. the save room spider stamp of approval. You you got that spider stamp on you. Yeah. It really makes my Peter tingle. Oh wow. <laughs> um, but if you didn't know, the Save Room is a podcast. We talk about video games and shit. Um, you can find us at Twitter at Save Room Show. Yep. You can find us all over the the streaming space in terms of Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, Google. Play. You can find us all over the web. Oh, the web. Ah! I should have let you, you you corral that one. And no. On SoundCloud because that's where we live. That's where we live. SoundCloud.com slash the safe room and then if you like video games like we do we twitch stream we twitch stream i I stream at uh, twitch.tv slash the red herb i twitch stream over at twitch.tv slash dungeons and daniels you can find me playing days gone you can find kevin playing judge eyes judge and i imagine after this we'll probably return to our standard format with episode 67 we'll see yes we're coming back i can't i'm not mysterio i can't predict the future Wait, he doesn't predict That's not what he does. <laughs> what, that's wait, not what he does. Crystal ball he doesn't got that Gyllenhaal tingle. Fuck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right, guys. Appreciate your ears. Appreciate your hearts. Appreciate your minds. Hope you have a great night. And remember to reload your web shooters. That was a good one. I was going to say have a marvelous day, but, you know. Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. You foul, foul human. How do I turn you off? How do I stop it? <laughs>